Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Destiny Today with your host, Anthony Turner. Join us as we explore life and purpose from a kingdom perspective through biblical teaching, inspirational messages, and informative discussions with special guests. Our goal is to equip and mobilize you to walk in the fullness of your destiny today. Well, hello everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Of course, this is Your Destiny Today, and I'm your host, Anthony Turner. And we are so thrilled that you would uh, spend time with us to uh, hear what the Father is doing in so many different um, ways and the people that he's using. And we are just thrilled uh, with the special guest that we have um, coming uh, your way today. Uh, what I want to do, first of all, though, is I want to thank those of you who have already subscribed to the podcast. And we want to invite those of you who maybe haven't already to just uh, click that subscribe button on whatever platform that you uh, listen to your destiny today. Of course, we are on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on um, iHeartRadio, we're on Spotify. So you can find us on most of the major uh, podcast platforms. And we would love to hear some feedback too from you and tell us how uh, this is uh, blessing your life or just let us know, let us hear from you because we'd love to do that. That's why we do these. We do these to introduce you Uh, to some of the most uh, amazing people for such a time as this. And I I personally love to uh, uh, bring uh, to the show those uh, people who've had even a tremendous impact on my life. I call them young firebrands. There may be voices that you've not uh, familiar, not familiar with, but they are what I, what I feel like the father is saying is are emerging leaders who carry a an anointing, who carry a word and a message that uh, will speak to the hearts of many of those, uh, our listeners. So again, we have the same privilege today to have with us a very, very special person in my life, a very amazing uh, woman of God. Her name is Tia Martinez, and Tia is the uh, founder and president of Healing Hearts Ministries International. And so, Tia, we just want to welcome you today and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I tell you, it's uh, it's been, we were just, uh, before we started the, the broadcast today, we were just talking about how long uh, we've had the privilege of being in, in each other's lives. And when we actually met and uh, I, you you were sharing with me, and I, I just realized this. I didn't know this at the time that when I was pastoring, you actually came and visited at our church. So, uh, give us some tell tell me because I was like that was a shocker to me. So <laughs> so we 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 know we've been in each other's lives maybe about uh, ten or about eleven or twelve years. Mm-hmm. So um, tell us about you, your ministry, and and. Uh, your family and everything else. So we just want to hear from you today. Sure. Thank you. So, well, a little bit about me is, um, I am married for 25 years now. Wow. And, um, I have three, um, adult children and, um, two grandchildren and one on the way. Um, so I'm very excited. Um, 
being a grandma is like a whole other world. It's a whole other level. Yeah, isn't it's it? a whole yeah. other level than having kids. It's been really fun. Um, so yeah, me and Carlos um, got married at a really young age. Um, so I have been married. Uh, let's see, almost over half my life. Yeah, which is yeah. interesting. Um, but that's a that's a God story. But um, and then at the so I got married at the age of. 15 and at the age of 19 um the lord started to talk to me and i wasn't raised in church i really didn't understand what that meant mm -hmm. but um when the scripture says that he he woos us yeah to him that's really what he was doing and um kind of a long story short is at 19 i began to hear his voice and um, he'd speak to me through movies that i would watch and um, I began to have this relationship with this God that I didn't really was never taught that existed. Right. And um, my husband, of course, thought I was crazy, you know. <laughs> and so um, as the Lord began to change my life and as I um, events happened and I had surrendered my life to him and was really trying to learn what this walk looked like, mm -hmm. um, we began, my husband ended up getting saved and my parents ended up getting saved after that. And, wow. Um, we began on this journey with him, this adventure. And um, so, um, yeah, now we have three adult children and grandkids and I've been in the ministry since um, my mid-20s um, doing um, counseling and inner healing and deliverance. And uh, that was something that just kind of happened the Lord opened the door and, you know, sometimes he just kind of pushes you in, you right, know, he doesn't right. really ask yeah. if you, <laughs> he just has you step through. And so, um, we started doing ministry a good 15 years ago under, um, Bill and Janet Suddeth. Uh, they were my mentors and, um, God just kind of aligned around the time that I met you actually mm -hmm. aligned my life. Um, and here, here's the, the cool thing about that story is, um, when I figured out that, um, I knew I wasn't perfect and yeah. I, I knew I was saved by grace, Yeah. but I wanted so badly to, um, serve God with like every fiber of my being. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember thinking, man, I, I'm a hot mess, you know, <laughs> and I wanted to be like Jesus so yeah. bad. And yeah. I wanted to, to read what was in the scripture and then walk what was in the scripture. Right. And, um, I remember people telling me, you know, well, I would say I have this issue or I struggle with this and they'd say, well, you know, it's under the cross and Jesus died for that. And you're, you're okay. Yeah. Um, which was true. Yeah. But, um, when God started aligning me with people and it was several people in my life, um, that had this other gospel, not that it was another gospel, yeah. it was the same gospel, yeah. but you didn't really hear it preached on Sundays at church, right, right. that um, that I, I could actually be set free and and be able to carry a portion of Jesus in me that, you know, other things took up space. Right. And so there was this warfare that I was experiencing. And, and I know now that that was part of my destiny to, to learn about this, but... Right. Anyway, the passion of it is wanting, just wanting to be healthy, yeah. wanting to be able to carry the Lord and not have these, you know, carry the glory and not have these hiccups and these, these strongholds that would consistently, this warfare that would try to pull me back from who I really was. Right, right. And um, throughout my life, 
God, out of his amazing grace and love for me, began to set me up with people that had the answers to that. Wow. And um, gosh, I'm so thankful. Well, you know, the thing that's uh, so uh, amazing to me is we've all heard the song that Corey Asbury uh, came out with a couple of years ago, Reckless Love. And, and I, I, you know, that I love that phrase in it where it says, he chases me down mm. and he fights till I'm found. And he does that with us. Many times we don't realize um, that he's doing that, that he's, mm-hmm. he's showing himself uh, as being a good, good father. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about, First of all, as your hunger for him increases and increased, uh, his word says, draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh unto you. So there was this, obviously, uh, even at a young age, there was this desire to draw nigh, draw close to him. Mm -hmm. And he opened the door by uh, literally bringing all of these people across your path Mm -hmm. to give you the answers uh, for... um, for what you were looking for and what you were seeking. Mm-hmm. So uh, my question to you is, uh, for you, wh- what did that look like uh, when when the father did start bringing all of these people? Because obviously there had to be a choice mm-hmm. with you uh, when you've got some people saying, which was, like you said, to a certain degree it's true, uh, it, it's all under the blood, but you knew that there was something more that that caused you to want to get rid of, as you called it, the hiccups <laughs> that you would run into. I call it, you know, three steps forward and two steps back. <laughs> and, you've, and you keep saying, you know, Paul says it this way. He says, when I want to do good, uh, you know, when, when I want to do this, I, I do what I don't want to <laughs> do and I don't do what I, what I want to do. Right. And, and, and so God started to bring people in your life that would uh, that would give you answers to those things. What was that like for you? Yeah, you know, I think that as I dived in to the power of the word. Mm-hmm. So as you dive into scripture, and that's kind of like your daily bread. Yeah, it it talks about how it transforms you. Yeah, you know, and so in that transformation, there was this hunger, if you will, for more, mm-hmm. and. You know, we all have had those times where God just kind of set you up. Yeah. You know, and so for me, it it was like the hunger drove me to want to be around people that um, that I wanted to look like, or in some ways, or I yeah. wanted to walk like my walk to be like, or mm-hmm. or whatnot. And that's um, kind of like the whole entrepreneur thing. You learn that um, they teach you that if you want, you know to be successful, you need to be around successful people. Right. And so uh, kind of the same concept where I, I found myself wanting to, whether I was wiping down toilets or cleaning the bat, you know, the, the sinks and the bathrooms and the plants and vacuuming ministries in different places. I found myself just hungry to be around people that were moving in the power of the Holy spirit and that were moving in, um, in freedom and were talking about freedom. And, and so, um, at the time the Wagners had their school here and, um, I had had relationship with a couple of the people in the office 
So and now I, you're, you're referring to Peter and Doris Peter Wagner. Peter and Doris Wagner, yes, yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just kind of, you know, went in and said, hey, I'd like to take this class. Um, you know, is there any way that I can do that? I, can I clean the office? Can I pay and clean the office? You know, I was just so hungry. And then um, the Lord set me up uh, with Terry Brown at one point had come to me and I didn't really know her, mm-hmm. but I went to Dutch Sheets Church at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I had talked to Dutch about a question that I had had and he got my number and said he'd have one of the ladies call me. And so I said, okay, thank you. And mm-hmm. went and sat down. And before I knew it, Terry had walked up to me and she had just went, um, and was actually trying to figure out my number because she wanted me to go to a prophetic class she was teaching at the Wagner Institute and wanted me to be an intercessor and go with her and sit in. And so the Lord would just do things like that where, you know, he would put me in the place, but I believe it was because, um, I was hungry and he, when you're hungry, he wants to feed you. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the scripture does, it says they that hunger and thirst after righteousness they shall be filled, and you know, it, with me, uh, I was—I grew up in a similar way of hunger. Anyway, I grew up in the church, uh, but but I was always hungry because I would read the Word of God, and I would hear about all of these amazing uh, men and women of God in the, in the Scripture, and honestly, I was a little bit taken back, a little frustrated, because what I saw in a lot of the church settings that I went to, it was like, so does the power of God no longer mm-hmm. uh, exist? Because God did all of these amazing things through these amazing people. Mm-hmm. I was shocked, actually, yeah. when I found out like that uh, Daniel was like thir- 14 or 15 years old when he was <laughs> first used of the Lord. And so it, it, it created this insatiable hunger mm. in me too. And so so do you believe that that is the first step in the premise of, of really seeing the Father transform your life is that there first has to be a hunger in you? Yeah, I think that for any change, mm-hmm. really, you know, we have to come to the conclusion that there's an emptiness yeah. or there there's something that we don't have that we need. Right. And... Um, I think, yeah, that it it's that beginning of realizing um, there's more to life than this. Mm-hmm. And I, I was the same as you where, you know, I was, I had never even had a Bible before. Mm-hmm. Like my first Bible was given to me when I was 20, wow. you know, and um, <laughs> I remember reading mm-hmm. and um, I was like, yeah, I was like, well, wait a minute, mm-hmm. like Paul's shadow healed so-and-so or, yeah. you know. Peter laid his hands on whatever and a demon came out and, or, you know, somebody's, um, was raised from the dead. And I thought to myself, well, I, that's funny. Cause I go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, you know, <laughs> whenever the doors are open and I'm not seeing this. Mm-hmm. And, and that bothered me Yeah, because I, I was this new believer that was like, I was taking it for what exactly it was right right? this is what god says to me right and um this is what i'm reading and so i would go and ask well why don't we see da 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 wow you know wow 
And that could be a nuisance, right, <laughs> that church. But they were so, um, what a wonderful church. I actually went to a Southern Baptist church yeah. when I first got saved, and it was wonderful because um, they were on that journey themselves yeah. at the time. But I, I think that um, that is part of the journey of realizing, and, and maybe there's somebody that's going to hear this um, today, and, you know, it it's giving them the hope to know that, their identity is in Him. Yeah. That they are sons right. and daughters of the Most High. Right. And um, sometimes we get stuck in our biological, you know, um, bloodline, right? Like yeah. we just like, I don't want to be like my mom. I don't want to be like my dad kind yeah. of thing. Or I want to yeah. be better, you know, I want to, you know, accomplish more or whatever it may be. I don't want to stay where I'm at. Right. And um, you don't have to. Amen. 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 Well, it's interesting that you that you go down that road of uh, the bloodline because you're right. Many of us, uh, we, we want more. And many times uh, we see things uh, that have happened in our life, even uh, in our family lineage. Mm-hmm. And we think that, you know, well, and, and people even say that, well, you're just like your grandmother or your right. or you're just like your uncle or this happened and 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 what have you discovered with with that i mean because of of course the bible says if any man be in christ he's a new creation right. and old things are passed away behold all new, all things are new and all things are of god and so so again that was one of those places in my life where i found it to be um, a contrast, and also there was this tension because if 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 the word says that I can be new and old things are passed away, mm-hmm. but then I'm told that well, this was this was how your great great grandfather was, or mm-hmm. this is this this has been in your family line for the longest time. Um, how can you explain that? How do we how do we break out of that? Because you've just mm-hmm. said you can you can have freedom from that, and you don't have to be stuck right. in just your biological uh, what's 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 shown or manifested itself in your family line all of these years. Mm-hmm. Well, have you discovered how can we break out of that? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> um, you know, first of all, there's the Bible talks about vows mm-hmm. and judgments, mm-hmm. and a lot of us, at least me. Um, at one point said, I, I don't want to be like my mom. Mm-hmm. I never want to be like my mom. Mm-hmm. And there was a judgment that I made mm-hmm. um, towards my mom because of um, our past. Mm-hmm. And um, and then a vow that I had decreed. Wow. And so in my ministry, in my walk, I, I learned that I needed to break that vow. Wow. And I needed to ask for forgiveness for making that judgment. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's a power, powerful thing to do. Wow. Um, there there's something that's called generational curses mm-hmm. that we, that my ministry teaches on mm-hmm. and we take people through. And, um, this was part of my journey. Yeah. Like, this was, um, something that I went through and that I actually went through cleansing stream, which is another ministry mm-hmm. that, um, that sets you free and mm-hmm. talks about generational curses and different things, but it, it was powerful. And I began to understand through learning that I actually had authority because the Holy spirit was in me and um and because i am a new creation that i had the authority to break these things that would cause me to just be conformed yeah to what we're taught on a yeah. daily basis and 
and that that's what the word does is it tells us we're not conformed yeah <laughs> it yeah. tells us that we are out of the box it right. tells us that we can do supernatural things yeah that um that you know even science can't hold us back if right. you will yeah and so um I began to break generational curses in my life and realize I could see where generationally there was patterns or cycles that um, I just really, as a mom mm -hmm. and um, as a woman, you know, in the kingdom, I really did not want to take with me. I wanted to break out of and and be this new creation, this new lineage, yes. and give my kids a new like. I could see God. I'm a vision person, so the Lord would show me like this tree and um, I would see these new branches forming because of the fact that I had been the first person in my family who actually got saved. Yeah. And so there was this new branch that was forming and I had the power to break everything off um, that had been done before me in, wow. in my DNA Wow. and that my children did not have to walk in that they didn't have to be subject to that that i could be a new wow um, a, a new apple if you will you know yeah. they say that the apple doesn't fall apart from the tree but if you have a whole new branch yeah and you got a new root yeah and you're a new apple then that that's going to look different yeah so you changed you changed the uh the dynamics of what the tree has been producing yep. prior to you and so so you took on that challenge i guess you can say basically just by hearing the word of God and knowing what the word says and being so hungry that you're going to run after that because there was obviously not only a hunger for him, but a hunger to, to break out of the things of your past and the things of your, of, of your lineage. Mm -hmm. So, um, tell me, uh, your experience maybe, uh, as you were walking through that journey at, uh, Wagner Leadership Institute. Yeah. So, um, really, it was really neat because that actually was a door going to Terry's um, prophetic teaching that she was doing for Wagner Institute was a door for me because um, in doing that, I was able to meet Bill and Janet Suddeth and was able to take their um, Restoring of the Innocence class that they used to do. And, um, and in doing that class... The Lord had spoke to Janet Suddeth um, that she was supposed to mentor me, so she actually came to me and asked me if um, if I was willing to be mentored by her. And I, I didn't really even know what mentorship looked like. <laughs> you know, um, I grew up not in church; we didn't have that lingo. Yeah. Um, I did play soccer since I was five, and I was on a, a traveling soccer team, and um, actually was supposed to go to the um being drafted into the olympics doing that but god had other plans yeah. but um but anyway so i understood the concept because of sports but yeah. um so i thought man what an honor like i was so hungry that i would have done anything to be able to come and sit under someone that walked in that anointing and that power wow. and had that truth yeah and so um i was like Yes, you know, and I would come in every day and sit as long as they would let me in the counseling sessions and in the deliverance sessions and every school they had open, I'd be like, it can, you know, we were young, we didn't have a lot of money. So I would, I would say, you know, can I clean? Mm -hmm. Can I do this? Can I do that? So that I can be a part, you know, can wow. I serve? Wow. And so I served for a long time and, um, out of that, it was such an honor 
because out of that, I was able to get wisdom and see things. I remember the first time I set in with, or one of the first times I sat in with Janet, she had a young girl that had been brought in that was, um, I think a missionary and, um, she had been manifesting. And so these, um, these people of authority over her brought her in, you know, with her consent and to get her free. And, um, I'm sitting in the counseling room and I remember, you know, Janet's asking her questions and, um, all of a sudden she, she manifests and a male voice comes out of this 19 year old girl's, you know, beautiful mouth. (laughs) And I remember just clenching my Bible and I'm like, repenting for anything I can ever think of, you know, cause I had never seen anything like that. Yeah. You've heard stories, you, you read things in the Bible, but to experience that one-on-one, um, was a whole other level, right? I can imagine. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I remember my eyes are probably as big as quarters, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm s- sitting there praying under my breath. And, um, Janet had asked me to go and get Bill cause Janet did a lot of the inner healing and the counseling and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, Bill did most of the deliverance. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't really met him and he walks in and, um, the, uh, she had three demons that had come in when she was younger because of abuse. And so, um, they were mocking and yelling and she, you know, she was contorting and I'm just sitting there in the corner trying not to suck my thumb, you know? And, um, <laughs> I remember, you know, she says, I'm leaving. Or the voice says, I'm leaving. And, and um, she gets up to walk out of the office, and Bill, sit, he's sitting there calm, and he just says, in the name of Jesus, I bind you to that chair. You will not leave. And she growls. Her eyes roll in the back of her head, and she walks backwards, and she sits down. Wow. And, and this is the reason why I'm telling you the story is I remember sitting there thinking, oh, my goodness, we walk in that authority. Wow. I mean, that, to me was so profound to watch in action the authority of Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. And then I got to see her be set free. Yeah. You know? Wow. Which was awesome. Yes. So that's what my journey looked like, just really being able to sit under people and gain and glean from their years of experience and their revelation and wisdom and their destiny that where God was, you know, using them. Yeah. And that... I think that a lot of us um, have a hard time thinking, you know, if I were to look back of how many years and hours that I spent doing something where I didn't get paid, yeah, um, you know, that I I actually was working for free, and Mm -hmm. but I never thought of it that way because honestly, spiritually, I got paid big time. Yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) That money can't buy, you know? And so I think that God honors that when Mm -hmm. we are so hungry that we're willing just to sacrifice whatever he's calling us to sacrifice, whether it's time or, you know, money or whatever, and and allow ourselves to be servants. Yeah. Because really that's what we're doing in any ministry that we do. Yes. We're serving. Yeah. And having that servant heart, I, I think that God just blesses that. Yes. So obviously, and one of the reasons I wanted to go back to some of those experiences with you, because those experiences and even that particular um, account did something to you mm-hmm. that that kind of um, started you on the trajectory of seeing that first A, like you said, we have that type of authority as sons and daughters of the Most High. Mm-hmm. 
But then secondly, uh, it, it, it was something that, that awakened something inside of you to want to follow that same um, um, ministry direction. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah. Um, you know, it's been years and years now, but to see someone at five years old, she was five, five years old when her father and his friends began to abuse her. And she was hiding in the closet, and a demon came into the closet and said to her, if you'll let me in, the first demon, if you'll let me in, I'll protect you, which didn't happen. But as a five-year-old, scared to death and being tormented, she let him in. Wow. And then several later after that. So for me, um, and just even out of my background, um, being able to be a part of somebody's healing like that and see the transformation um, was life-changing for me. Right, yes. Um, in any tangible way that I could be the hands and feet of Jesus, that was something that was very tangible to do. Yeah. And um, it chokes me up because this is such an honor, you know, to be able to watch somebody that has been so tormented and um, to provide them a safe place and to provide them a way of freedom, to point them wow. to freedom is so that she can do. She's 19. Here she is, 19, and she's being tormented. And as she gets set free, God begins to fill her up, and she begins to carry the glory in a different way. And then she's set on this path to be able to walk in her identity yeah. and to do what she has been called to do, to do her purpose. Wow. And that, to me, my friend, is like, what else? <laughs> you do there's nothing better than that yeah. than to see a person who um for 14 years in the, her case yeah for 14 years be uh tormented and even though she has a heart and a passion for the lord obviously she's mm-hmm. missionary right but there's still this this thing that is keeping her from experiencing the fullness right of um what the father is um called her to do. Mm-hmm. And and you saw that firsthand. So with that, all your whole journey has now gotten you to this place where you are now the president of Healing Hearts International, Ministries International. And uh, tell us a little bit about your ministry. Tell us a little bit about your heart and passion and, 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 and the purpose of Healing Hearts and everything that you do. Okay. Well, um, so we are a counseling facility. We're a donation-based um, counseling and inner healing and deliverance um, center. We also do training and deliverance and inner healing, and I also work with children and teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, I again, like this was something I never really, I don't remember a time where I really said, Lord, I'd like a ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of evolved that way. It's Mm -hmm. just how the Lord did things. Um, and so I have learned, let me tell you, if, if you're out there right now thinking, I really would love to do, you know, this ministry or that ministry, but I don't have training and I've never been mentored or I've never, you know, I don't have the revelation or or enough of this or that. I just want you to know that, um, you have Holy spirit (laughs) and, um, there is no junior Holy Spirit. I mean, Holy Spirit for everybody is the same. Yes. And He is the greatest teacher. Amen. He is the gre- greatest, um, 
you know, guide. Yes. And so, um, just throughout the years, we've been really just leaning on him. We, I have had Bill mentored me, Janet passed in 2012, but, um, I traveled with Bill and I did schools with Bill and, uh, Bill Suddeth and I learned a lot from him, but mm -hmm. there was a time where Bill, uh, set me out on my own mm -hmm. and I had to really learn, um, how to do ministry with, with the Holy spirit, you know, and how to, to operate with the Holy spirit in ministry. And I think that that's really important. So yes. I just wanted to say that, that, um, for those of you who have a desire for that, that's, you have what you need because he's going to give it to you. But, um, my passion, it's just what I told you earlier is, um, I think that I was thinking about my life and, and just all of the different details. And I think at, at you know, my age, here I am, I'm 14, mm -hmm. and um, my soccer coach at the time had um, went to my parents and had said that he knew some people that were with the Olympics, and he really thought that I could play professional soccer mm -hmm. and wanted to actually set up a time for me to be able to be watched and, and introduced and all of that to give me that opportunity. And excuse me. And, um, that summer I got pregnant mm. <laughs> and I remember, um, the high school, it was ninth grade. I was already pregnant and the high school soccer team, the high school coach called me and said, you know, we don't want you to try out. We already have a locker for you. Like I remember the conversation, like it was yesterday. And I, I remember I was so ashamed of myself mm -hmm that I couldn't even tell him that I was pregnant. So I just said, yes, I would join the team mm -hmm. and I never showed up, you mm -hmm. know, but, um, I remember just carrying shame from being pregnant and, and, um, getting married so early and, and being told by my family that, you know, I would never be anything. And, mm -hmm. And just having that pressure on me before that I was going to be something because my dad actually was going to be a pitcher, a professional pitcher in, in baseball and ended up getting married. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it was kind of same, yeah. you know, yeah. cycle there. And so a lot of his dreams and aspirations were put on me mm -hmm. and um, lived through me a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was this pressure and I had thought like, wow, you've just really messed everything up. Wow. And um and so with that and getting saved, there was this feeling of um, redemption because when God says he makes beauty out of ashes, oh my goodness. Yes. You know, and he took, you know, here I have this, you know, I got kicked out of high school because I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so I had to homeschool myself to get my diploma mm -hmm. and um, have no high school or a college background or anything. And here God takes little old me and starts using me to help people. And that was such an honor to me. Wow. That felt like a redemption of my life, of, of something that I felt like I, I had made these mistakes that run my life, mm -hmm. that now I was nothing, where God was taking me and, and giving me meaning and giving me purpose again. Amen. And so um, part of the ministry that we do in my passion um, with deliverance ministry is a lot of times deliverance will be just people will, you know, think of Hollywood and, and think of like green pea soup coming out of somebody's mouth yeah. and a big crucifixion, you know, mm -hmm. but the reality is that's, that's not deliverance. Mm -hmm. um, deliverance is not entertainment. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's an honorable thing to, to be able 
be able to be a part of someone's healing. Yeah. And it should be a very safe place. Yes. But um, in that, I, I feel like I have this passion and desire to want to see people um, walk in who they've been born to walk in. Amen. Because Amen. that was almost stolen from me. Yeah. But yeah. God, but you know, God. God found me at 19. By 22, I had already had three kids, Anthony, mm. 22 years old, mm. you know, no, no college and no this and no all of these things that, that were raised to believe that's who makes us successful. Yeah. And wow. God took me and began to show me that I was successful because I was his daughter wow. and that I was powerful and that I was, um, I had authority and that I, that I had the ability to make change Wow! because I've always wanted to make change. I wanted to be a lawyer mm-hmm. and I wanted to help people. Yeah. And so I'm a lawyer in the spirit realm, yeah, by now, the way. <laughs> absolutely. I was about to say, now now you litigate from the courts of heaven. Right. Amen. So um, I say that because part of the ministry is to give people the understanding that deliverance is actually not something that is just for people that are just messed up. Yeah. Um, really, deliverance is supposed to be something that um, if you're stuck, if you feel like you've hit a wall, if you feel like you don't understand why you are dealing with rejection or insecurity or fear or all of these things that come against us at some point, or we're in our walk and we just can't seem to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, deliverance is that piece that, that helps you get to that next place, yeah. to that next level. So as the Lord begins to clean us out, he begins to fill us up with his glory and That's with so his good. spirit. That's so and good. so to me, though, this is a, a ministry that helps set people free so they can be who they've been called to be. Amen. And that that really, I think because of my walk, I'm so passionate about, you know, to see people launched into their destiny. And you've seen that over and over again over the years, correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I want to um, encourage our listeners to uh, know, I mean, whether you're an individual or if you're a person, I mean, you're not just limited to p- seeing people or ministering to people uh, in, in, in this region, but mm-hmm. you, you've, you've uh, done ministry with people all over the nation, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I've um, had the privilege of going to Singapore and teaching to um, over just about 350 or so pastors and youth pastors and um, being able to teach on how to minister to children and to teenagers in the in the um, deliverance and inner healing, um, and then also um, we have people fly in all the time to come in and spend two or three days with us, mm-hmm. and we take you through um, all of the different tools that we have for freedom and and teach you, and um, so we do a lot of online with people from different states. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really my heart is, um, is wanting to connect with people that have the same passion of, yeah. of doing this ministry Yes, and, uh, um, being a part of setting them up where they live and helping them get going and setting up a, a healing facility Amen. and then, um, helping them launch that and letting that go to them and seeing those facilities all over the nation. And so I, that, that leads me into what I wanted to share with our listeners, because one of the things that the Father is doing, as I share it with you as we started our podcast today, is that I love to connect with those that are emerging uh, to be a voice and, um, and have um, a, 
a message that will set the captives free. And we've got so many people in our nation right now that uh, all of the things that we walked through over the course of the last several years, and even since the coronavirus and all of this, mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of people who are a stuck. But then there are a lot of people who may have people in their families, or even churches, mm-hmm. or or ministries that they are part of, and they've seen people go through this type of being stuck, being uh, seeing things uh, uh, kind of flare up that that have been triggered by sure. some of the, the the experiences of the last several mm-hmm. years. Absolutely. So I wanted to encourage you and let you know that um, the Lord is really uh, uh, opening doors for Tia and uh, opening uh, doors for her to uh, go different places and 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 teach and train. She's not just a a, a minister herself. Uh, she, as you can see, that's that's what the Lord says anyway. Even in that same scripture where He says uh, we are new creations, it says that He has reconciled us through Jesus Christ, and then He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. And there are these amazing people like Tia Martinez, Martinez, who have been placed in the body of Christ with the experiences, the wisdom, and she is available uh, to come to where you are. And you can have her, you can invite her to come to your city, come to your uh, women's group, come to your prayer group, come to your uh, uh, gathering. And, and she will not only... Uh, bring ministry to you, but she'll also train you. And like she said, that's her heart and her passion is to train others to do uh, what she's learned over these years to do. And so Tia, uh, how can people get in touch with you if they wanted to invite you to come? And especially because I know one of the things that that really uh, sparked a, a flame in my heart is your passion to see young children set free and you've got a whole training curriculum and everything about mm-hmm. uh, even just seeing young people so that they don't have to wait until they're 30 or 40 years old yeah. to get deliverance and get set free uh, so um, uh, in these last few moments I, I'd like for you to tell pe- tell us how we can how people can contact you and 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 some of the things that you're your, uh, uh, you and your ministry and even your ministry team are capable of doing for, for, for different groups. Sure. Um, so our number that you can call to the office if you have questions or want to talk to someone is 719-398-1825. And then you can find us also on Facebook with Healing Hearts International Ministries as well and get in contact with us there. Um, it, we, I have people that will send me out to train, um, their, their churches. It's something that I did in Singapore where I trained their, um, their children's pastor and their youth pastor on, um, how to, um, help, you know, bring healing to children and to teenagers. Um, so we do a, a training and it can be, uh, conformed in any time, or um, space that you need me to do. So sometimes I'll do a three-day, sometimes I do a two-day. I have an eight-hour teaching that I do, um, and then um, oftentimes I'll do the eight-hour teaching for their ministry, that part of their ministry, and then um, they will have a couple kids that they um, 
that needs ministry that they would like to watch me um, minister hands-on to. And mm-hmm. so I do that um, so they can form a team, if you will, a, a deliverance team um, to be able to take people through. Um, you can fly out and sit in with us. We have several counselors in Colorado Springs right now um, that do that I've trained that do the same thing as me. Yeah. Um, and you can fly in and spend two to three days, depending on what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll take you through everything that we do with the inner healing and the deliverance. Um, or you can fly us out um, to do ministry. Um, we love to do hands-on ministry because there's yeah. nothing like um, teaching and then yeah. allowing you to come alongside us and be able to walk someone else through healing and being a part of that hands-on. Amen. So that's a part of our teaching. Amen. Well, uh, is there an email address or some some way for people to contact you that way too? Through email? Um, yes, it is um, office at tmartinezministries.com. So, or, uh, I'm sorry, yes, dot com. So office at tiamartinezministries.com. And uh, give us that phone number again if someone wanted to call. Sure. It's 719-398-1825. Okay. So uh, I'm telling you, um, one of the things that um, Tia and I have been talking about is uh, I'm, uh, I have the honor and privilege of having her uh, as a as an amazing woman of God in my life, too, and 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 I've also asked if she would um, be willing to to travel with me some of the some of the uh, places and assignments I have, so that uh, you can meet Tia, hear her voice, and hear what Father's called her to do. Because I know, especially in the times that we're living now, there are a lot of um, there are a lot of young people who are struggling uh, with suicidal thoughts and 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 and. and all kinds of things that when I was growing up, you never heard of. But this generation of young people are really uh, walking through a lot. And so we want to be able to equip you. And so uh, there are some of you who um, uh, invite me to come different places. Don't be surprised if you see me uh, bring Tia along too. Uh, to uh, get you introduced to her and her ministry and what Father has called her to do. So uh, I just want to say, Tia, thank you so much for joining us today for Your Destiny Today. And really, that's what Your Destiny Today is all about. I want to uh, bring to your attention some of the amazing men and women of God that Father is using all around our nation to see um, people step into their destiny, as as you heard her story and her testimony, even you we we see how how uh, all of the things that the enemy tries to do to keep us from stepping into that place of knowing the authority that we have in Jesus Christ. And I know uh, whether you know the Lord or whether uh, whether you grew up like Tia, where you never even got your first Bible until you were 20-something years old. The reality is, uh, Jeremiah 29, verse 11 says, God says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, and they are thoughts of good and not of evil, thoughts to prosper you, not to harm you, to bring you into a hope and future. And so what we want to do is we want to help you discover 
your destiny and discover what you were truly created to do and how you were truly created to be a shining light of God's glory in the earth so that when you read the Bible or when you read Bible stories, it's not just a story, but you begin to realize that the same thing that he did through Esther or through David or through Samuel you can see that same power manifested in your life. And so um, last final thing I want, uh, I'm going to ask Tia if she would just uh, pray for our listeners and just um, just release a prayer over you uh, as we close out this, uh, this session today, this podcast today. Okay. So Father, we thank you. We thank you that we have a destiny. We thank you, Lord, that you have changed our DNA. We thank you, Father, that you have sacrificed your blood. You shed your blood and the power of your blood to transform us day to day. I ask, Holy Spirit, that as I am praying right now, that you would touch every person listening, that you would touch their souls right now, and you would begin to go layer by layer in their souls, healing all trauma in Jesus' name, that you would begin to set them free as they hear my voice, that the whole, the power of the Holy Spirit is setting you free and filling you up right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you have a purpose, that every person um, listening right now is being transformed and launched into their destiny for such a time as this. Yes. We love you, Lord. We give you all the glory and the honor in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, once again, Tia, we want to thank you so much for being with us today. Thank and you. we want to, um, invite you, like I said, to, uh, Subscribe to the podcast, Your Destiny Today. We're on all of the platforms, uh, basically the major platforms for podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can find us on all of that. Just uh, go to your your platform and then type in, in the search Your Destiny Today and you'll find us. And then subscribe because we're going to be bringing uh, so many amazing people just like Tia uh, before you so that you can know what Father is doing. And so that your heart can be inspired to search after, uh, run after God to know that he has a destiny for you. We just bless you today and we thank the Father for uh, you joining us and we just release over you that through the power of the word of God, you will come to know your destiny today. God bless you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Your Destiny Today with Anthony Turner. To join us each week, don't forget to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. To find out more or to invite Anthony to your next conference or event, go to DestinyMI.com.